Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And I'm out of fucks to give. Oh, no, 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 no. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. But also, this is episode like 192 or, or close to that, and we're totally out of fucks to give. So this is going to be a fun episode. All right, here's the music. <laughs> we should have called it the effects loop. The effects all. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Oh, well. Better luck next time. That's pretty much my story of my life. Better luck next time. Um, this episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. This is kind of like our last song. Like, uh, we're on a, you know, go with them. So we do like a little, you know, deal and whatnot. And we're in the middle of uh, some negotiations. That sounds like we're, I like saying negotiations. It makes it sound like we're a lot fucking bigger than we are. I mean, it um, makes it sound like we're actually negotiating anything. Listen, I'm, I spend all my life trying to ex- sound bigger than I really am. Except for when we're talking about the midways. Then we're like, let's bring it back a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, it, this is like, we don't normally like kind of do this. Um, but like, hey, if you can think of as a listener, we've gotten a, we've gotten a big upkick in listeners lately. New listeners, thank you. We're really happy to have you. Welcome to the, the, the club. Uh, there's a secret handshake you have to learn, but um, it's really just the same elaborate handshake everyone gives each other. But we call it our secret. Pretty much, just think of like the widest handshake you can think of. That's not a normal handshake, and yeah, that'll work. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you can think of any like companies that uh, would be great for us to partner with, when you think of like the effects loop and our tomfoolery and what have you. Uh, honestly, you guys could start writing Harley Benton. Hell, I've got a freaking theme song. I started talking with them and it just kind of fizzled out. I think probably on my end, I get distracted. It was like a shiny thing over there. But um, <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Um, you know, I, thanks to our patrons, our our support, our, we have enough support that this show will keep going. However, bringing in sponsors, spots like that, help us keep do more things with our show. Whether uh, it's us exploring Play. more gear and playing more things. Yeah. Um, often these partnerships lead to just cool things and introductions and more content yeah. and everything like that. So if you have con- if you have companies you like and you like supporting and things like that, let them know about us and let them know they should support us because if you like our content, you like their content. Chances are there's good marriage there. Or, moreover, if you keep whoa, 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 buying hold on, something... Hold on, hold on. I don't know about marriage just yet. Hold on. Sorry. They got to wine and dine me first. All right? I'm a little gun shy, all right? You'll get over that in time. Okay. Yeah, probably. Um, But you know what? I do want to say one thing. Bigger, it's not done. Because today, the day that this podcast is dropping, February oh, yeah. 9th, oh, 2022, yeah. there's going to be something new on their fucking website. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. All right. So so go to their website. I mean, you've already played said pedal. I Well, I didn't play it. I heard Grant playing through a ditto looper going through this pedal. And I got to hang out with AWOL from AWOL Pedals. If you haven't checked out AWOL Pedals, niftiest little, you know what? Same goes for AWOL. Nifty little amazing thing in a box. Not that he's in a box. He's just kind of smaller than me. He's a lot smaller than Scott, too, though. This guy's bigger than me, and that's a whole big thing. There, there's only one pedal builder who's not smaller than me, and that's Josh Scott. Yeah, and we're like the same height. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a big boy too. Anyway, um, did you ever play basketball? Like, really? Just asking. 
So yeah, big ear pedals. Check them out. New Damn, pedal coming out. Sensitive. Someone's sensitive about basketball. It's okay. This, it, this is the dumb. It's this the is the same thing. dumb question every person you ever meet will ask you when you're tall. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, but I'm dumb, so that's okay. So you, just, you get really tired of that. It's like also like yeah. combine that with also having the f- name Scott Hamilton in the '90s. You get real sick of the question that comes from that one too. So what is it? I don't get that one. I don't know. Scott Hamilton was an Olympic figure skater for like two oh decades, yeah. So like everyone's like, oh, you must love him. He's, I'm like, he's no, he's no, no Brian Boitano though. Ah, <sighs> so big ear pedals. Yes, go check we out had so much positive energy going into this, and you've killed my spirit. Yes, sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little Joe Rogany right now. Um, so uh, uh, that you're giving me a headache because people keep talking about you. Yeah, that's it. oh, some rich. All right, uh, listen to our twelve percent of really our downloads. I have nothing for it or against him. I'm just twelve percent of our him. listeners come from Spotify, sir. Thank you. Yeah, and we need Y'all... to get off Spotify because of the misinformation that 60 Cycle Hum is producing yeah, and publishing about Star Wars. Wars. Yes. Why well, is nobody talking about this, huh? Huh? Yeah, fuck them. All right, anywho. All right, so Big Ear Pedals. Go to BigEarPedals.com. Check out the new product that they got coming out um, that they're teaming up with our friend Blake, who was on last week's episode. Who? To do this thing. Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob. If you haven't heard of them before, you're yeah. living under a rock, or you're my mom downloading this episode. Thanks, mom, for the extra download. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but you know what? You know what doesn't stop supporting us? Our patrons. Mm-hmm. And we show much love to you guys. You guys keep, honestly, we have very little fees that we have on this podcast, and you guys cover them every year. We don't have to worry about it. If you want to join the few, we're not going to say the proud, the elite patrons, go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. And you can go in there and you can give us money. It's a whole thing. We don't even like, we, we don't even like get upset if you send us money. I Actually, mean, no, opposite. that's not true. We still get upset with those people. Yeah, Tom. Um, all right. So, uh, <laughs> Scott, what's new with you? Uh, I got a new toy. Ooh. I actually got this last week or two weeks ago and I forgot to mention it. Um, it came when I was in Michigan. Um, so I got the MIDI Solutions Quadra Through, which is a basically a MIDI splitter. Okay. So you do one MIDI in and four MIDI outs. Okay. How does so explain explain that to people who who are like very newbie with the MIDI? I know the the gist of MIDI. How do you get like one way in, four way out? What is that like? Are you is it sending the same signal out four four different ways? Yeah. What yeah so, so is, the thing to is know that is like, so okay. midi has multiple channels right and generally you send a signal on all like you send all 16 channels across a midi line that's how you like daisy chain pedals together yeah you and got they, midi through midi and a midi out and all that yeah right? so yeah sure um <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is each each of your devices get a, gets a different channel name right and so like so if you say you have a you have the strifecta right let's just use that as the most basic assumption so you have a mobius a timeline and a big sky you can Mm -hmm. you can channel those one two and three right so that when you send a command depending on what channel you send it on depends which device and how they receive it because all those all three of those devices will see say pc command one on um They'll all see it, but if it's on channel one, the uh, the one that's on channel two and channel three will know. Hey, this isn't for me. Just pass it on. Right. 
Okay. So this, so does this, this get, just this... splits the cable. It's, it's like a Y cable. That's really okay. what it is. But like, you don't want to build a Y cable in a MIDI connector. It's just Why? That's okay. five Sorry. pins and tiny connectors. I just don't want to burn my fingers while soldering that. Yeah. So this is just a, it's a little plastic box that will sit under my pedal board. The main reason is because my specular Tempest only has MIDI in. Right. So that's a big thing. So like the same with uh, Chase Bliss pedals, right? Do they, yeah. They Chase do Bliss. MIDI? So yeah, Chase Bliss pedals only have a MIDI in, and that's via um, a TRS connector too. So, um, okay. but if you if you buy the 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 MIDI normal MIDI cable into TRS adapter. Okay. That splits out into four from them, or Empress, or a few other people make one of those. That does have a MIDI through. Right. Someone just okay. knocked on my door. Hang on a second. Oh, knock, knock. Diaz oh. hasn't censored for like two minutes. So this is like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Pretty epic. I'm so I'm so glad Pro Tools crashed at some point in that, and you didn't have to listen to all that. Oh, y'all got lucky. Probably only crashed for a second. You still could hear all my ramblings. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. All right, so uh, that was pretty cool with what's new. So I actually, so I talked about it last week that I ordered something and I actually got it. I got my Temple Audio Trio 43, um, which I have been slowly putting together because I'm a lazy piece of crap who has no need to put together a pedal board this big. But, you know, what do you, are you opening something on air? Yeah, I got, a new, I got glasses. Oh. So I ordered the Warby Parker try-on kit. Is your camera still on? I think it is. Because now I want to see. Hold on one second. No, Google Chrome. No, oh, I turned Google it off. Now it's on. Okay, I, now we're going to be able to see these glasses. You guys won't be able to see them because we don't have smell-o-vision. Um, so actually, speaking of which, I swear this box is scented. <laughs> It has a okay. perfume to it. You know what I always wanted to to see? Um, or you know what I always like watching is the people who are colorblind and they get the colorblind glasses and they like freak out. So I've got a, I've got a buddy and he's, he's colorblind and uh, we're totally assholes with him. And uh, yeah, so he got colorblind glasses. Oh, dude. Yeah. You just gained like 10 years. You totally look like you went full professor mode. <laughs> God, I hope that was your camera readjusting and not just me. Do you need to readjust something, Diaz? I I don't need to readjust. So I need to get my whole. I don't know shot. if I, I like this whole thing. Oh, I like oh the, yeah, I like the frame shape. I just don't like that accent color. Did you do the thing where you like 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 you like? I've got five different pairs. Style? I've got like five or six different pairs here to try. So, oh, cool. All and right, then you just right, send them right. back. Nice. All right, so I swear these um, are what I already have. Back, back to me. Um, I got the Trio Forty Three. The thing's freaking amazing. I've heard people like talk about it. It warps or it, like bends. Well, yeah, no shit. It's fucking huge, and I'm fat. Of course, it's gonna have a little bend to it. Every pedal board has a little bend to it. If I put, 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 put sorry, put some weight on it. I started to stutter there. All right. Um, I guess we can. So we uh, last week we had uh, Blake on and he wasn't able to stand up for the whole time and we get really distracted. So we are going to hit some more gear news. Some from some that's new. Some from leftovers from last week. Hope you guys like leftovers. I love leftovers. 
Yeah, we're just going to heat them up real quick in the microwave before we... Yeah. No, you know what the thing is? I, I feel like I'm becoming more of an adult. I start, I've heated up my leftovers in the oven quite a bit more. So I have a, uh air fryer that makes <sighs> I knew, I knew you'd have things something. wonderfully. I knew you'd have something. Like Every time I'm like, yeah, I do this, you're like, hold on one second. Have you sous vide it? And I'm like, no. Dude, sous vide's it's, awesome. It, it's a slice of pizza. <laughs> I don't need to sous vide a slice of pizza, Scott. Pizza in the air fryer. Kid you not. Pizza. Oh, I'm sure it's freaking amazing. I don't or have pizza, an air fryer. pizza in a toaster oven in general. Tastes better. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Could we use uh that's what we should st listen, we still we need to do wings and wings. Do the west our wing and wings. Do the west wing while eating hot wings. I think so we we have fully just alienated every listener with how not serious we're taking this episode. Ah, that's cool. If, listen, if they expect us to take it seriously, they're in the wrong group. Um, all right, so let's talk about some gear news. So uh, Gibson and Epiphone signature models. So we've talked about a lot of these that have been talked about, like doing things, but uh, they've got, this seems to be more like um, kind of a definitive uh they're well so i mean we, we we talked about yeah rumors of a few of these before right. or announcements but yeah this you know it is sort of soft nam right now yeah yeah not full full on hard full hard on nam um all right so uh last week was a whole lot of freaking fender so i feel like we're gonna hit a little bit of uh some of the other companies yeah um so so there's only one of these that i'm actually interested in just in the I sense mean, that, like, there hasn't been one before. Um, well, so they've got me. All right, so so let's go down the list because that's how lists work. And you know me, I'm a list guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so Epiphone has the Jerry Control Wino Les Paul Custom. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. I love Jerry Control. He's amazing. I still want a... Uh, Talk box? No, I've, I've had one of those. Um, the GNL Rampage? Mm-hmm. His signature, the one that has the uh, kind of like pinup girl thing on it. Oh, I want that so bad. Um, not because of the pinup girl, but strictly because it's just Jerry Cantrell. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, he whenever he uses Les Paul, and this is great. Block inlays. Congratulations. Good job. Uncovering um, bridge humbucker. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can handle it. I can handle that. This is probably because it's just Jerry Cantrell and I'll give him the pass. Um, we've got uh, the Gibson slash number four Les Paul standard. Um, I don't oh, no care more about this. Slash guitars. Yeah, like like we get it. Like slash is your bread and butter. That's I mean, cool. Like, no one cares about his number four guitar. I, I yeah. I'm just tired. How much of is them. this going for? I don't know. They're doing a run of 250 of them. So yeah, I guess it's yeah. just like it's a constantly safe bet for them. It looks like it comes yeah, to a cash grab. Yeah, cash grab, hands down. Like oh, that's all it is. And you, they don't even put the decal number four on it. They just include it in the case, and you have to put it okay. on yourself. Well, Fender's been Fender did that with Tom Morello guitars with the Soul Power Tom Morello Aerodyne. Uh, uh, so you know what? Honestly, I do like that. I'm very happy with um, companies that are doing that because you can get that guitar and you can decide if you want to go full on, like copy slash or you can just you know you like that guitar 
you got the slash signature on it. That's all you need, you know? And you can even that, like the slash signatures on the trust rod cover, you can take that off too. Mm. You know what's a discrete signature model that I actually really like? Is it an Adam Jones signature Silverburst Les Paul? Yeah. Well, this is a Les Paul standard. I like he, it. I like it. I I I love it. Three thousand dollars. That's um, that's not much more than a Les Paul standard. Yeah. And you know what the thing is, is they're making it, um, even on this one, uh, the big thing is, is the Adam Jones stuff is on the back of the headstock. That's where, that's where a signature should be. Right. Unless as, you as are a guy who owns a signature guitar where the, it's on the back of the headstock. Yeah. Your John Mayer hits on the back, right? Yep. So only yeah. I know, you know, I, I know, you know, cause you know me, I know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure if I saw someone playing one, I'd be like, yeah, I know. Yeah. He doesn't. Um, and that's like, well, another one that's like that is um, like the, the guitar that like you can kind of tell is uh, the Stevie Ray Vaughan signature, especially because of the uh, <laughs> the Stevie Ray Vaughan logo on the pick card. No, 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 no. They didn't. Do, well, no, you can change the pick card. But the big thing is, is that it has the uh, tremolo bar it has a left handed tremolo bar. System. Oh, yeah. The John Mayer one doesn't have that, does it? It's, nope. it's right-handed, right? It's correct. Yeah. I'm really surprised, though, they didn't do like a John Mayer Blackie style one. They did a John Mayer the Black one special edition. Was It wasn't... Um, it was a custom shop model. And it, But was it uh, road-worn like his? I believe it was relic Okay. That's the one that uh, Red Shell has, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. I can handle that. But yeah, no, this is, I love this. I mean, three grand, it's not bad, especially for a silver burst. I mean, um, it's, it's what, 200 bucks on the price of a normal one? I can tell you. Um, right now, everyone's talking about the Dave Mustaine. Not everyone. A couple people are talking about the Dave Mustaine signature Gibsons. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then there's talk of Kirk Hammett. I'm looking uh, forward to the Dave Mustaine coming out in a V and then the Kirk Hammett coming in after the Dave Mustaine and doing better. <laughs> Fuck, dude, that was savage. Oh my gosh. Just being more successful in general. Oh, it's the same guitar. It's just <laughs> Dave Mustaine designed it. Kirk Hammett just played it. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. Um, there's also there's a picture of Gibson of a new Gibson Adam Jones flying V. Well, Adam G Jones is is running around with a flying V that's like a silver burst has the split headstock on it like a Dean style. So <laughs> people are thinking it's going to be a signature, but who knows what it's going to be? Yeah, I will say the switch location on Adam Jones's because he has four knobs on his. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would knock that constantly. <laughs> Probably. It's like right underneath his forearm. It's a weird yeah, spot. Yeah, it's on the, <clears throat> on the top horn. I guess that's still considered a horn. Um, yeah, on the top horn. Maybe call it a leg. Right. Oh, so with, I know everyone calls right it there, a flying it, V, but it really kind of looks like an A. Just it looks saying. like an eel. It looks like an eel. Come on. Tell me that. Or a shark. With that button right there, it looks like an eye with a switch. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. All right, uh, we need to move on, or we're never going anywhere. Yeah, um, all right. Ooh, oh God, never going to this. I I, I put this you, on there. You all made right. the order. I you know, this. I know, I know. It's kind of like you know, like you see a train wreck, but like 
I fucking caused the wreck. <laughs> like I'm standing off to the side going, well, shit, there it is. Um, all right. So, uh, this was an article that I saw and I have opinions on. Um, Debbie Ever to rejoin the pedal world in 2022. Pedal Builder announces their return. Um, so, yeah. Uh, here's my deal. Uh, so, Debbie Ever was one of the first well-known people uh, who was in the LGBTQ plus community. Um specifically more towards the transgender community that was uh what's the word i'm looking for um visible yeah more visible was visible during all of this um very early on in the guitar world in my opinion of being more accepting of these uh different groups and um as a person who was a Oh, please tell me, bro. Jesus is crashing. It did. Okay. You were you're kind of floundering there, were you? Uh well, I was trying to find the right. <laughs> Are we back recording? Yeah. This is D- this is okay. Diaz walking on eggshells. This is this is well, no, this is Diaz trying to be um careful not to it's not to offend anyone because like I don't want to offend anyone in the sense of like I'm I'm scared to offend people. It's it's I want to be um I want to use correct terms. Uh Scott and I were talking about in the pre-episode of being very cautious of using correct pr- uh preferred pronouns um and definitely uh trying to be um open-minded uh, especially in the world that we've come from as uh uh w- would you consider yourself evangelical? Uh I wouldn't. Okay. But that's a whole other camera. Okay. All right. But 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 but, but being raised in a um, in Christian homes that are were, I mean, I was raised in a family that like we didn't watch The Simpsons. Same. So like so like like coming until, from until I was older and then I watched the right, Simpsons a lot. Coming from a, a very conservative, um, not so much like conservative as we see it now, but like conservative just upbringing. Um, one of the things is like I just want to be correct in my terminology but my whole thing is leading up to is um just because you're transgender um and you helped kind of like i would say champion this um doesn't mean you get a free pass of being a shitty fucking business person uh no matter what you identify as and even if you identify as a good business person doesn't make it true on that one i'll just look at donald trump um so here's the deal uh yeah breathe heavy um why so this is one of those instances where when diaz gets nervous he just keeps talking yeah okay so but 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 (laughs) when i I get nervous or i get in an uncomfortable situation i stop stop talking yeah and this is why i I don't get in trouble (laughs) Right. And that's why I don't care if someone has a problem with what I'm saying right now. Uh, These colors don't bleed, brother. Anyway, no, the, uh, the effects loop at gmail.com. Send me an email. I don't fucking care. I'll have this right, discussion. Can, uh, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not done. Okay. Um, the, my biggest issue is this is a prime example of a pedal, pedal builder should not be running a business. I don't know, man. Mason Marangelo seems to turn it around for fuck's sake dude <laughs> yeah i'm not standing for um, him there's um, a there's a there's a big difference this isn't her like second go around of after totally fucking up this is what the fourth Pro- 
I mean, honestly, I, I can't like, announce all of them. I mean, I know. You know what? So there Why was are... there was the sale to Dwarfcraft, which ended the Debbie Ever brand for a while, right? And then and then the she brand... got fucking pissed about that. Yeah, started building under another name, right? Wasn't that uh, Fuzz Goddess? Yes, Fuzz Goddess. Um, and and that fucking failed. And then there was the failed. Uh, and uh, then the branding was bought back. GoFundMe. Yeah, there was the the GoFundMe for the console, Fuzz, which never materialized. Um. And we're still giving fucking gear supply shit about that. Why does she get a free pass? Does she? Ah, well, I'm okay. All right, good point. She might not be getting a free pass. So but... I, the, the other one is the JHS connection, which I know we're all sick of talking about as well. <sighs> yeah. Which but... they're, they're the allegations of sexism and and homophobia <sighs> or transphobia. That's you know what? And honestly, I'm going to say that's it's very easy to make that accusation. But the problem is, is how, where have, have we seen? I've talked with Josh. I've never talked with Debbie. Well, and then there's I've, the uh, there's the Billy Corgan dust up. I don't know about that one. I don't remember that one. Uh, there was like a signature fuzz in the works, and then some nasty comments back and forth. Um, so anyway, all, all I'm saying, and, and so there was an announcement from. I guess Debbie now goes by Izzy Mouse, right? I have no idea. Um, I I just saw the article, skimmed through. So so you you just skimmed this and just started talking and talking and talking without actually knowing what where you were going or about it. Have you not listened to this podcast before, Scott? <sighs> You've been here 192 fucking times. Almost. No, actually I haven't. But <laughs> yeah, that's I don't listen. Remember to that the time I quit for a while. <laughs> Yeah, lucky <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, announcement the brand's coming back, but the YouTube uh, article or the YouTube post has already been removed by the uploader. So I don't, I don't know where stuff's going. I imagine there was a, I let, let's just say this is a brand and this is a builder that still has a lot of resentment built up for not good things. Yeah. Um, it, it's like if Gear Supply announced they're restarting. Or if, um, I would say close to yes. Yeah. Or even like, uh, a few other known builders who constantly stiff people or screw stuff up, um, yeah. announce they're going to restart. Or if vertex ever comes out with another wah pedal or, <laughs> you know, there's just going to be, there's residual drama and it's, it's hard to walk away yeah. from some of that stuff. What What's frustrating, I think for me is definitely, um, I can't say much because like I don't fall under these <clears throat> groups in the LGBTQ plus community. Okay, but like going these, here again? Well, yeah, because it's a big fucking I mean, it's a big part of it. That's like, like it really is a big part. I, of it. I can't I can honestly say I feel like this is detached from it. Like I, uh, I, I don't hmm. see people going around claiming oppression and, <sighs> and trying to stand Debbie on on grounds of that in any real form no, i don't i don't i don't think so but I, I i think that there's other builders um that no but like the the whole thing is is like she was that that's part of the identity with the brand it really i mean is. that that's tribalism at its finest that we see everywhere yeah. right now whereas if you attack my tribe will come after you and we have to defend yeah. our tribe yeah. and all their mistakes and you need to look at people as as flawed and 
mistake-ridden individuals or you're just doomed to continue making mistakes but my my whole thing is, is it's like, like starting kinda... a podcast with somebody and expecting them to change over time and they just don't <laughs> fuck no we don't i'm still the same idiot that was in that freaking shitty hotel whenever me you and chris and uh we're sitting down recording going oh my god we'd actually be pretty good at this and we were so stupid we shouldn't have done anything we should just been like just left it in the hotel room just like everything else but here we are hundreds of almost 200 episodes later it's got to be at least 200 episodes i mean side content and whatnot yeah yeah i mean gosh but yeah there's uh i don't know i feel like um instead of us even talking about debbie ever we should we could be talking about other people in the community who have um done great things uh what i yeah, we're still here for like 15 whole minutes on this one topic. Okay, all right. Uh, all right, fine. Okay, whatever. Let's talk about something else then. Do whatever you want with Debbie Ever stuff. I don't you've care. been warned. Just here, here's what I would say on this whole okay. thing. Yeah. I, I will not be buying a Debbie any. I know we're probably calling somebody by the wrong name, and that's a problem. Um, okay. This individual, anything well, associated from a direct order standpoint, I'm not doing. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust the uh, situation. If these start getting distributed from a retailer, yeah, I might fool around with it because, like, there were really <clears throat> cool there were really cool fuzzes in that line. I have thought about buying a used one for a long time. Yeah. Um. But. I, I would just say, I, I don't want to say don't buy stuff from people. I would just say, uh, protect yourself when you do make a purchase. Protect the neck. Yeah. Okay. All right. Safety first, then teamwork. All right. So Solar Guitars, Cannibalismo. Um, some more blood spatter guitars. Um, you know what? I, I don't, I love how they say blood spatter, but like, it's just, it's kind of the design. I, I like these. I wish I could play these. Some of them like, were, so the the a1.6 sop is the one i actually like of them which one is that one I, that's, that's the silver one okay i um, would so the I, the yeah. pink the pink and the green have these like crisscrossing spatter patterns that i'm not totally down for yeah but these are these are beautiful guitars though they yeah. really are like I'm, i mean honest i'm surprised there's there it's black spatter instead of red i guess that would I be too like, on the nose yeah, and the price on these are actually pretty yeah. good too. I mean, they're like sitting around the eight hundred dollar mark. Yeah, I mean, I hear the new season well, of Dexter is actually really good. So, I mean, I, it actually is. Check it I've out. watched it. I've have watched you? it. I haven't oh, watched yeah. it yet. Well, I told you I've got Showtime on. Uh, I'll let you borrow. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Uh, I you know we were just talking about you know past sins, and I don't know if I'm ready to move past them. The end of De- Dexter original so i yeah no no this is actually really good i I, i'm the end of this series so it's a different series um the end of this series really has you wondering like what's going to happen with this series so it's it's really good i enjoyed it wait did they one and done it or are they doing more seasons i don't know they could they could one and done it like Mm. that's the, the thing like they they kind of they close and leave a little open to see what happens see i like when they do that with shows like cable like hbo and stuff where they're like yeah we're just gonna set this up as a one and done and then we'll see where it goes 
Right. I mean, I've and been that, burnt by that too. Like True Detective season two was not very good. But I did not see True Det- True Detective at all. True Detective season one is worth watching. Wait. So wait. What happens? To that I might have watched that and not realized it. McConaughey and oh, no, Woody Harrelson no, I, are detectives. No, I haven't seen it then. Searching the case of their lives, dude. That is. You would love season one of that. All right. That's but season HBO. two. Okay. Season two is Colin Farrell and uh, is it Rachel McAdams? Okay. Oh, I don't like it when they change like the entire cast. Oh, they, they, like, they just rebooted the whole series as season two. Yeah, and then no, they rebooted the whole series as season no. three. And apparently season three was really good. I just haven't that was gotten kind, around to it yet. Well, that's, you know what I really want to see is another season of Mindhunter. And they kind of did that too, though. Oh, I still haven't watched that. It's a good one. The, the first season was fantastic. Um, all right. Anywho, we're getting distracted. I want um, especially whenever season two to happen. When you text me and you're like, did you watch Varsity Blues? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so Scott Scott has his password shared between uh, him or himself, myself, and a couple friend of his. And now we play who's watching what. Yep. <laughs> I, I would not have. I would not have predicted Brandon and Andrea were watching Varsity Blues. That seemed more like a Diaz thing, but yeah, yeah. So, so I started uh, seeing this girl. Um, she is uh, uh, quite a bit younger than me, and she had not seen Varsity Blues. And I was like, oh, we gotta watch that. Diaz, ask her where she was on nine eleven. See if she knows. Dude, <laughs> well, she started. She's like, she's like, it's just like that song with Alan Jackson. I was like, all right, well, at least you know the damn song. All right, I can handle that. Yeah, she's three. Two. So you she don't even get the, do you even get that reference? No. It's from uh, Succession, which is another show on HBO you should be watching. Okay. Um, this whole episode is just Scott telling me shows I need to watch when I don't have time to watch them. You um, watch so much more TV than I do. No, that's 100% true, but I just watched The West Wing over and over again. <laughs> also true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I watch a whole bunch of new stuff all the time. I just watch the same old crap nope. over and nope, over nope, again. Nope. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's keep moving. This keep episode moving. is off the rails. All right. uh, you know, we were talking about Kickstarter campaigns with pedals. Um, <sighs> we we touched on this when it when we really did touch on this very early on. This we had to have talked about this months ago. I think I feel like we talked about this in our chat a few times, but we've never actually like no. talked about no, it. We talked about it on the episode. I'm All pretty right. sure we did. If you are a person who actually listens and pays attention to the episode, you can go to our uh, Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Make a you know what? Honestly that's been a great thing too. We've seen that. Um we've seen some interaction in the group. All right. Try this. All right, so I'm trying. Yeah, so you got the group. People are participating in it. Yeah. Diaz needs friends. So yeah, well, this makes you feel validated. So thank you. Thank you all. Yes, thank you. Thank you for validating me. Um also I need my parking validated as well. Anywho, did so, you make a purchase effect. or did you just come and look at things? I'm not validating you without a receipt. runs off scares <laughs> all right i've so seen puzzle. you run <laughs> <laughs> who runs like that oh my gosh so <laughs> i wish i pulled out my phone and recorded that when you were running after was it oh billy my sheehan? gosh billy sheehan <laughs> i fucking bolted listen you would have thought he was holding a fucking cheeseburger i was so excited <laughs> like no joke listen fat people only run for two things cheeseburgers and if they see someone really famous um 
Anywho, so Puzzle Effects launches Kickstarter campaign um, for its unique take on pedals. Um, so yeah, this is a non. Oh, this is this is gonna crash and burn. Like this is not. Oh, all right. So one of the biggest issues I have with some pedals is the form and functionality of them in a pedal board in general. So um, the Dan Electro series that was kind of like the 50s car um the big box series um has amazing pedals besides the foot switch issues and the jack issues and the knob issues and the build quality and the fact that the battery we are not going to talk about the the fact that you can't put uh velcro on the bottom of it because they're pure rubber okay okay did you take some x-locks because you're totally just shitting on them i had them yeah okay. that, that was my first pedal was one from that series and okay. every pedal in it is good yes that's my whole point yeah is, is is no matter how great of a pedal so um i mean the dan echo is hands down probably one of the best delay pedals that have been put out especially in that price point yeah, it's and, an, and you had the Cool Cat Chorus, and that range was also fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, when people talk about, I want a really great chorus, everyone, I mean, there's a lot of people, the Cool Cat, 18 volts of pure freaking gorgeousness. But getting that pedal on a pedal board is a pain in the butt. There's a whole lot of issues. And this pedal company apparently doesn't understand that. So there's here's the deal. You can daisy chain together. They can, they can power and run audio just by putting them together but they look like freaking um to salvador dolly the guy with the melting clocks yeah so they look like salvador dolly designed them like i get what they're trying to do they're trying to be different they're trying to do this like puzzle piece thing and i'm sure that the puzzle piece works holding them together keeping that connection like i'm sure there is a definite functionality reason for it but at the end of the day putting these with other pedals on your pedal board is not going to work out that great um a lot of people are playing the space game a lot of people don't buy the trio 43 and don't give a rat's butt about their space there's a lot of people who are playing the space game. Um, playing the space what? game? Yeah. Are we going to start talking about Bezos and Elon Musk now or what? No, I'm just talking about like they're, they're playing I, like I, the... I know, it just sounds like you're ranting about something else. <laughs> so. we're, I, dude, I know I was joking around about going full Joe Rogan, but like we're, we're not really going full Joe Rogan. We're, we're all good. We're all good. I So here's the thing with this. This works if you invest in entirely that system. Yes. It doesn't work if you're just buying one of them. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't work if you're buying one or even two. But like it's it's it is definitely one of those things that you need to be fully invested into. Um how much does it does it say how much are they going to charge per pedal? They're they're all different prices. So there's one at uh, 159 euros, one at 179, and one at 199. So you're ranging about 200 to 250, roughly. Yeah, that's so. Just... It, it's boutique prices, which on a Kickstarter usually you hope that you know you can get in and the, the prices are a little lower. That's the whole thing about a Kickstarter. 
The other fun one is um, uh, Kickstarters have a real nice track record of never coming to completion. So yeah, we just talked about that. a couple companies. Yeah. Um, and the other and thing honest- to just note is despite all the press and how long we've seen these things and how much we're seeing like Instagram ads and junk for that, they're only trying to reach an 18,000 euro goal and they've only raised about two and a half thousand at the time of this article. So, and, and honestly, yeah, it's not the, doing that well. Right. And the big thing is, is like, I've seen, I've seen people posting about it and I'm like, Oh, we talked about these and they're just not. And most people are like, well, this ain't going to work. Yeah. I so, mean, the other interesting thing is some of these kind of concept ideas have taken years to really come about. Like think about yeah. how many years ago it was, we saw the disruptor pedal where it has those little modules that you drop in and out on magnets. Mm-hmm. Similar kind of concept here, right? Like it's it's a non-wired connection between two things that just drag and drop them in place. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, it's, it's a nifty idea. Yeah. It will not come to fruition. And if it does, it'll be very short-lived. So um, I actually, and, th- and that's a thing too modular and stuff like that and like anything like that people are like trying to do something new and everything it sounds great but it usually is not sustainable the amount of commitment like again with these things you have to fully commit to the system you have to buy in 100 percent um and if you want them sporadically located now you have these weird little knobs hanging off the sides of a normal size pedal right and and here's the thing too like you said because you have to be fully in i mean they've got modules Go ahead. Who is the company that uh, was doing modular, uh, like a three-piece effects, and it's modular? You slap stuff in. Like we've seen this done before in that sense. I'm, I know these aren't the same thing, but it's kind of the same. I mean, thing that was the thing in like the '80s in. where you had like the little modules you can drop in and out. Line Six tried it. Yeah, with the Tone in, Core in the series, thing. and like no one really did the modules on that. Well, yeah, I was about to say the Tone Core series. I feel like was. Um, a really weird time and i feel like there's a lot of there they didn't do a great job educating the public and that's one good thing about this is you you really don't have to there is some education on the public that people don't like you've got to understand because there's people also i've already seen people complain about like oh well you've got all these jacks right next to you like the like well at least they did top jacks on all of them it's like yeah but you don't need the jacks if you're connecting them it It, connects it becomes one big pedal there is only one. I mean, the nice but, thing about it is you only need one power cable. Yeah, there's there are some positive. And you only need what two two you cable uh, in and cable out. Cable in, cable out. If that, you commit to the system. If you commit. So we'll see what happens. Um, my prediction is this is going to crash and burn, just like this episode. Just like my Pro Tools installation. Oh, all right. Well, so what's next on the list? Let's move on. Uh, TC Electronic launches. This. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to just we're gonna have to pull a blank and be like, I gotta go. Um, TC Electronic launches the Bucket Brigade delay. Um, this is really cool in the fact that it's not. It doesn't look like your normal TC Electronics pedal. I'm really looking forward to trying pad. out this rebadged Behringer pedal. Oh shit! No, I mean it, it's from that line. I mean that's where this fits in. Okay. How it's much that form factor. Just... It's the big form factor. Um, the big chunky box. Is it? Yeah. And that, it's also the right that, price that point. Switch. 
that foot switch where it's placed makes it look a lot smaller. Look how look how big that foot switch looks though. I think it's just an look oversized at... foot switch gap. No. Oh, it actually says the enclosure is rather small. Yeah, uh, no, so they're part is... of their ultra compact range, but it doesn't seem. I want I want to see dimensions on this. Listen, I I, I can spot tiny. I'm used to looking at tiny. That's okay. Uh, so a 600 millisecond delay. So it's two uh, two bucket brigade chips, which I know okay. people complained about that length with uh, the Chase Bliss when they first did it. But honestly, I don't think I ever use more than I don't use enough to justify it. I don't yeah. do that long of delays. No, those are like whenever those you get are that, half like no get delays, a, man. Get a fucking looper. <laughs> Sorry, that's just where I sit on that. Quit, quit fucking around. Just get a looper. Um. Anywho, uh, yeah, this looks interesting. Uh, did we see a price point on it? Uh, it was sixty nine euros from. Are you your fucking site. serious? Yep. Oh, that's gonna be cheap. Bucket, so it's like hundred bucks. Bucket Brigade chips have gotten cheaper. Okay. Because there's like the modern uh, remakes of Bucket Brigade chips that like are significantly. They're cheaper. not the Panasonic ones. Like those yeah. are the ones that's that's where you're in the money is Panasonic. Where, where you're buying ones. a bunch of old EX, EHX pedals to just pull the chips out of them. No. Oh, what was it the um uh, the eleven hundred, the Memory Man Tap Tempo eleven hundreds, that people were going fucking crazy over. Perhaps that would be four chips. Um, that was uh. That's whenever people were like doing gut shots to make deals happen. Huh. I remember uh, I, I could tell Adam Dalhanna could probably give you a. He was he was in all that. over the buy and sell of that. Yes, I'm pretty sure he was the market. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on? Because there's a really cool new pedal I want to talk about, or at least an well, update to a new pedal I want to talk about. If you want to talk about it, we should probably skip it. Why? I don't know because I want to be a dick too sometimes. The trick is not trying. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, I actually, you know what the funny thing is? I did put this in because I knew that I, I knew you'd want to talk about it. Yeah, it's just because the builder's a person I really respect and really love his brand. Native Audio. Uh, who I got to meet him and he was he was a very fantastic human being. And I've been, really I've nice been telling you for years, he's a cool dude. It's not like I avoided the guy. We just, it finally happened. I know. Yeah. And you okay. guys all loved it. You loved his whole range of pedals. So that's. Oh, they're fantastic. Yes. So let's go ahead and. So Native gush. Audio has updated the Rising Sun, which was technically the third version of this pedal. If you remember okay. way back when he used to be Red House effects. Yeah. And he had, it was called the Heat Wave back then. And the oh, okay. So I had a Heat Wave. Way back when. Okay. Um, cause I really loved it cause he had a, a reverse sawtooth pedal. You had, you had his pretty much whole it. line, didn't you? Like the um, early one? at one point or another, I think I've owned every single one of his pedals, but like until like recently, like he's come out with some more stuff that I haven't had a chance to own yet, but I've had his midnight phaser. I've had this. Oh, so anyway, nice. the rising sun is a tremolo pedal, uh, optical tremolo that has digitally controlled. Hold on. Yep. Random. I've been talking about getting a flanger. Doesn't he have a flanger? Uh, I'm I'm like 90% sure he does. Couldn't tell you. All right. I'm going to have to look it up. 
That's who I want to get a flanger from if he has one. Do, 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 shop, pedals. I don't think he does. I thought... He just came up with that chorus <sighs> that I think goes into flanger territory. Okay. All right. I'm, or he might have had a flanger and discontinued it. Mm, couldn't tell you. All right. I'll have to. It's, it's Jeff, right? No. No, no. What's his name? Sam's Mike. Mike Tremblay, right? Yep. Okay. I'm thinking of Jeff Tremblay, which I'm pretty sure I'm getting that name wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was. Isn't that someone in Trailer Park Boys? Never watched Trailer Park Boys. Dude, if you like Letterkenny, you got to watch Trailer Park Boys. It's great. It's like. All it's right. Like so, it's like. Sorry. Go ahead. So the Rising Sun adds 18 volt support, which on tremolos is always really cool sounding it's now got a, up to i believe it's an 11 13 db boost ability in the preamp so you can actually drive it really hard and get some overdrive from it or push something else uh you lowered the noise floor um and uh also updated the bypass design to get some signal integrity stronger because the old ones had a little bit of clock noise so um and as always because mike has a fun interesting history where he really embraces a lot of his heritage of from I believe his um i don't remember which tribe his family is from but he isn't he's is of native american ancestry and so all his artwork really expresses that and i always think that's just a really fun part of him finding himself and presenting himself in his pedals um and this comes in at about 240 bucks so and and the great thing about uh, his company about native audio is his pedals are very the art's fantastic classy. yeah yeah they're classy they're 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 not too much they're not too little just the right amount jeff tremblay by the way is a dentist in nashville um so i don't know how the fuck i got that but anyhow uh yeah um i i mean i just he's got amazing pedals if you ever have a chance to play native audio, audio pedals please do it because they are very very overlooked well they're kind of in that boutique like they're going to get better and they're going to get bigger like is he at is he in like a uh, sweetwater yet i don't know um but I, can, been, I don't know who's carrying them he's been selling just direct for a little while and just kind of going to guitar shows and stuff like that to get his name out there so give it just a little bit more time and you're going to see him everywhere. He's already adding staff. He's already growing and growing and growing. Yes. And it's also just, I mean, if you know Mike and you know his story, there's also a really just, he's a great comeback story of a guy who went through a really traumatic accident and yeah. his brand took a, took a hit and took some time and he had to recover and he's recovering and doing well and just continuing to improve. So it's just great seeing him come back at it like this with new pedals and, and new designs. So I love a good comeback story. Yeah. Like Kim Kardashian. <sighs> Sorry. If you if you know, you know. That's one of my favorite bloopers. Alright. Speaking of comebacks, Epiphone launches the Joan Jet Olympic special. We talked about this. I know we talked about this. We no, we, we you and I have talked about this. It's never found its way onto the show. You sure yes it was on the list for last week and we didn't get to it oh yeah because blake had places to go also we just kept talking um, and talking and talking which is happening on this episode too. 
So one of the things is Joan Jett has always played affordable guitars just in general. What was the, um, oh, what's her, what was the, the Melody Maker? Yep. Which was, was, I probably still is. Do they still make Melody Makers? Nope. Right. So when they were out, they were the lowest price Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, that's just what she played. It was really awesome. Um, it was affordable. It was within reach, especially being a, uh, pioneer for women in rock and roll. Uh, it's definitely really great to see that she was playing a guitar that was easily, easily obtainable. This guitar is an Epiphone Olympics or, you know, Epiphone signature, 550 bucks. Which some might say is a little expensive for what a melody maker is, but at the same time, it still has the Pro Hammer Pro humbucker. Um, yeah. So it is, it's it good electronics where it is. Uh, it has a kill switch already in it. Yeah. Uh, the wraparound is actually a slight upgrade from the, the cheap, cheap wraparound bridges. Um, mm-hmm. So there's actually some adjustability in there. Um and also you know, i believe and, it includes a gig bag at that price so and and the good thing about joan jett is, is she stayed relevant without having to like push new music and like throw a fit that people weren't listening to her new music she's really good about embracing it um embracing the fact that you know bad reputation i love rock and roll that's the stuff she was known about and this is a great way for them to celebrate uh 40th anniversary of that especially with the big push on the um the runaways movie that was released a few years ago uh, that was a big kind of upkick in the whole Joan Jett thing again. Um, Dave Grohl has done a really great job just kind of gushing over her in public and keeping her relevant. And this is really great. I mean, Joan Jett's, she ain't getting any younger, but she still looks good rocking and rolling and, and kicking ass and sticking with what she has done for years. And I've, I've just got a lot of respect for her. And this guitar is phenomenal. $550 for a signature guitar. Like you, you can't find that much. Like there's, a, honestly, if someone puts out a five hundred fifty dollar signature guitar, it's probably someone I don't know. I feel like Joan Jett has done a really good job of keeping herself, you know, somewhat relevant. And honestly, just rock and roll in general has kept her relevant. So, kudos, good job, Epiphone on this one. So I know she she had a signature Gibson. <clears throat> I think this is her first signature Epiphone. I think so. So, um, another thing is it's, so it is double cut, which yeah, it's a melody were, maker. The, were melody makers all double cut. Yep. Well, no, there were, there was a, so melody maker was always kind of just the name for something that was cheap. Um, so right. There were single cut, there were double cut, there were single coil, there were humbucker, there were all sorts of different I, variants of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of their bottom tier guitar yeah, um, but it but was this never one... exactly a les paul shape it was never exactly an sg shape you know it was always a slightly different always had a unique headstock a unique pick guard this definitely has that yeah. so this that's the that's the thing about this one too that uh, i have i didn't see the headstock is it is it a melee made is it the yeah, it's a melee, it's, of... it's the straighter headstock skinnier Straight, and straighter. six in line yep yeah. no no it's three and three i'm sorry not six in line three and three that's what i meant sorry yeah. i don't know where i got six in line um but yeah uh it just looks great i like it 
I don't know. I, I, I'd get one in a heartbeat. I, I figured you'd want one. I mean, this is like, this is I one do, of your I favorite do. guitar players. Um, I wouldn't say she's one of my favorite guitar players. She's definitely one I respect. Uh, I was going to say, one... she's a name that you bring up a lot. Do I? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, I really do have a, a thing for, uh, not like a thing for, uh, female guitar players. Uh, Joan Jett, uh, Nancy Wilson. Oh, no, I do have a crush on Nancy Wilson. She's amazing. Um, but I, I definitely respect female guitar players who have, um, definitely stepped up and made, been champions for female to, to get into rock and to not take shit off people. Um, I guess I've kind of, I don't know. I like seeing groups that were disenfranchised at one point by fucking stupid white men and just kind of, especially stupid white men who took over a whole genre that wasn't fucking theirs in the first place. We're, you know what? White men are good about that. <laughs> just taking over something and just saying it was theirs in the first place and then just kind of kicking everyone else out. Well, Anywho, there there was a period of time where I, I was going around saying I Columbus something instead of discovering it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's my. That's what I do. That's what I do for Columbus Day every year. Is I just I go into a random business and say, "Oh my God, look what I found! It's mine now." It's great. Anywho, uh, we can keep moving on. Oh, we're gonna lose so many listeners off this week. I, you know what? And honestly, if people like don't want to listen because of those opinions that I've said, I don't give a fuck sorry i'll just be straight up honest i I, you know i'll sleep the exact same as i did last night with my cpap on yeah i'm i'm getting tired of all the division talk it it goes back to the tribal thing where it's like you know and like how often i see things where i'm like it's not that i don't agree with you or, or it's not that i disagree with you i just think you're being a dick um and a lot of the the tribal stuff that just seems to go around where like people m- are like recite everything i believe in and find exactly my platform and and everything or you're you're a monster and i'm just like mm, no yeah i feel like i i'm not i'm not that bad um i it's it's you know a lot of it it's kind of it's my chemical romance syndrome i don't i didn't what, hate when- the band I hated the fans <laughs> like that that's how i feel it's like i don't i don't disagree with you you know you're right it is a I lot just, about my chemical romance in that if i i just know it's better not to express my feelings on this for just it just does no benefit listen i'm not okay i promise but in but like it, it's it's that thing it's i don't disagree with your opinion or your statement I just don't like just don't be a dick about it I just don't like the fucking tribe that you're running with right now and the way you guys react to stuff it's like listen we can all be assholes all right speaking of all being assholes I don't know how this ties in Takamini celebrates 60th anniversary with the limited edition LTD 2022 um Takamini is a brand that does not get the respect it deserves I I'm amazed that it's 60 years old no 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 for like I uh, if, um, if you were to tell me they were 40 years old, I'd say, okay, but 60? No. Well, you got to think of all the, like, like I just gave a 70s Takamini to my middle child for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's one of my one of my favorite guitars is my, one of my 70s Takamini. It's a, it's, uh, it doesn't have any electronics in it, so, like, when it comes to, like, actually, like, using it, 
because if I'm playing acoustic, I'm doing two things. I'm either playing live and therefore I'm running electronics or I'm recording. And I don't like recording acoustic guitar with the mic strictly because I fucking suck at it. Um, <laughs> do you like, do I know like punching the mic with you while you're strumming? Yeah. You might stuff get too like close? That. Yeah, the, I, I, I might get too close or, I mean, and don't, don't forget, I have a crappy little focus, right? So I'm not using really good equipment that, like, I've already got to, like, crank it up and everything. It just, it doesn't work. And it's just easier for me to plug in my Gibson mm-hmm. and just kind of go with it. But, um, yeah, Tech Me, six, 60th anniversary. And they're really, they're a brand. Like, so when you t- see. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, hold on. <laughs> that was a comma, not a fucking period. Okay. <laughs> asshole <laughs> if, if, if we had a subtitles person that would have been a comma not a period um it would have been an ellipsis is what it would have been oh my gosh what are the what is it 12 punctuation marks no in the english language? no How no many I, i'm just gonna fake a pro tools crash just then this conversation. oh my gosh all right so we're not going on the west wing um all right so uh the, so the best part is you knew exactly where it was uh so anywho uh so tagamini is a brand that i don't feel that gets the respect in its price range so whenever especially in the groups i run around run on facebook which a lot of them's worship guitar uh related they've really Everyone's fallen like, out of favor in the worship guitar world well that's like remember because... the early 2000s where it's all tagaminis and seagulls yeah thanks uh Thank and, you, Garth Brooks, for ruining that for us. Well, um, I was, was going to say, I think thank you, Taylor, for just ruining that for you. That it, the Taylor rise of became, Taylor kind of shut these other brands kind of out of the market. Well, the rise of Taylor in the affordable when Taylor started become putting out affordable and the ES line guitar, just just in general, yeah. the ES pickups is kind of really yes. when they just blew up. And what, what was it? What was the ones that everyone had problems with? Was it the anthems? The, they had the Fishman the prefix Electron? before that. Okay. Which was the same thing that was in Martin's at the time, too. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, anywho, um, the, like we were talking about, so like Breedlove, uh, Seagull, uh, like all these other brands, Seagull's kind of fallen off, but Breedlove is still one that people are like, Breedlove is growing. Oil. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is Takamini has one of my first acoustics I get. I, so, I've actually given away two Takaminis. And they've always and they've always been to like people that so I gave away my first Takamini, which was one of my first acoustic guitars, to my niece, who I used to play that guitar for, um, whenever she was born and everything. So like she's grew up and she started playing ukulele and she was like, I wanted a guitar. So I, I fixed up that Takamini and I gave it to her. Um, so same with my middle child. They're they're like heirlooms. They're they're such good guitars. That, like I can pass them along. So the the tech mini that I gave my niece would have been a 2006 because I got it in my senior year of high school. Um, I bought it brand new, so it's sitting at what 15, 16 years old. Still an amazing guitar. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. Um, this brand really needs to see more love, in my opinion. Um, especially being they're great for entry level. They're great. They, they they cross so many price points um but yeah this is just absolutely fantastic sorry i'll stop gushing over takamini um if you're looking that's a that's a brand that i i personally need to start doing if people are looking for uh a, an affordable acoustic electric because almost all of their guitars are acoustic electric now 
Uh, this is fantastic. How much is this guitar? The 60th anniversary. They do not oh. specify a price. Is ESP on them now? Uh, the website maybe. is the website is com. That would be that'd be a logical uh brand for them to oh, buy. So this is three thousand dollars. This is not a cheap guitar. No, this is a premium guitar. I mean they're doing a FET based preamp in the thing. I mean it's not Oh yeah. And if you I don't know. if if you haven't had a chance, um I think another problem is Takamini's yeah, so ESP does own Takamini now. So Takamini's are not as popular in like Guitar Center anymore. Seeing as even though Guitar Center is already kind of dwindling them down and they're just their stock in general. Uh, that's another thing I think that's kind of hurt them is they've, I, in my guitar center, they're not easy to get in your hand unless they're like used or something like that. Ooh. But they're fan fantastic brand. Three grand. Oh, you know what? Let's go buy Three one. Three grand is not crazy for an acoustic guitar these days. No. Honestly, my, my acoustic guitar is the highest value guitar I own. Which is very shocking because I very I don't play uh, acoustic guitar much, that much. How much does a Taylor go for these days? It might be mine oh. too. Yeah, and that's the thing too, though. Like acoustic guitars. So when you and that's the thing too. Uh, You're gonna spend yeah. More. I you, mean, so you should spend more on an acoustic guitar because unless you're one of those crazy acoustic guitar players that owns a bunch of acoustic guitars, usually, especially like myself and I'm assuming you, you don't play acoustic that often, but the one you have is going to be killer and be able to cover a whole lot of stuff. I can buy electrics for days and be okay and like cross, you know, yeah, genres I mean, and all this. I've, I've now had my acoustic for 17 years. My Taylor. Damn. Yeah. It was, my first, it was my first nice guitar, like, like yeah. high end guitar. Um, it cost me a lot of money. Um, I've really tried to take good care of it and it's, it's been through some stuff. Um, seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it goes back to the, a guitar in its case doesn't get played thing. That caring yeah. for a high end acoustic means it stays in its case, which means it doesn't get played. Uh, you know what? I've, I do not. I'm, I'm really weird. I don't, I don't like guitars that stay in their case. Even so, I have a Gibson uh, acoustic. I couldn't tell you the model. It's not a popular model. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it honestly is Gibson making a Taylor. Very close mm -hmm. to Gibson making a Taylor. Mm -hmm. um, and I, mean, it's, it, I think they're new. They're like around twenty three hundred, um, and they really haven't held their value that that well. I, I, I think used right now, I probably get like sixteen seventeen hundred for this. That's still more than I can get for any of my other guitars. I traded and made this thing happen, but like, that's a big thing. Like you get, you, you get a nice acoustic and I don't know. My, my acoustic does not go in its case. It is constantly where I can play it. You also live in an environment where you don't have to constantly heat your house with a gas furnace. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. I don't live in, in Shaz city. Yeah. So it gets so dry here in the winter. I've seen so many acoustic guitars get ruined from lack of care and leaving them out so yeah and so that's also part of the thing i want is like i do want a cheap acoustic that i can just lay out and leave out yeah i just don't have yeah. that yeah so i keep thinking Tag about me. buying like a lore or something like that 
something uh, honestly, a recording I'm, king, something cheap that I can uh, leave dude, out honest, and that I can give away at some point. Look at you! Look at the Yamaha parlors. Man, those things are those are great. I think I, I you know what PRS par- parlor. Just um, well, because a parlor would be a great couch guitar too. Because it's just the smaller body and all that, make it more manageable. Yeah. All right. So we have this whole list, and I feel like Dude, how we're done. We're done with the list. I was about to say, thank heavens. You know, it's bad when Diaz is ready to be like done with the list. All right. So, um, but we had had some good talks, some good times, everybody. Fantastic episode. Congratulations. Great job, everyone. Um, thank you. Participation trophies all around. Oh, now we're going to get some division in the fucking laser. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was talking about that yesterday um, in the green room with another guy where I was like, dude, I don't think I've ever gotten a participation trophy. Yeah, I feel like, you know, let's not go on that. All right. I definitely um, got like a, talk I've gotten like a ninth place ribbon before, <laughs> like, which I guess oh is the equivalent, God. but like it was still ranked, yeah. you know, like yeah. you were nine of nine. Like you, oh, <laughs> yeah. Know? You, well, so I used to said you fucking suck. Well, so I used to do swim team when I was a kid, and you know I was like ten years old, and they they throw me in like the fifteen to eighteen range just to have somebody who competed. So like I they was try to clobbered. get me on the swim team. They saw my last name was Diaz. They're like this motherfucker. I was like no, wrong, <laughs> sorry. Um, and then all right, anywho, if you want to keep talking shit about stuff, you can go to our Facebook uh, group. You should join our, you should join our Patreon group if you really want to talk shit that, about Diaz. If you really want to talk shit and actually have our attention, that's where you go. Go to the patreon.com slash the effects loop. If you give $5 or more, you join the chat room, which is pretty much us sitting around talking crap the whole time. That's a lot of fun. We, we got some good characters in there. We talk about gear as it comes out instead of just sort of the one week show. So often a lot of people kind of offer their opinions on stuff. It's yeah. like an eclectic group too. I mean, you got you've got metal guys, you've got prog rock guys oh yeah you got, you got me got which metal. is like praise and worship kind of guys and blues guys so and you got classic rock guys like diaz so you got everyone sort of respecting each other's opinions and chatting about stuff but kind of having different expertise. am i the classic rock guy i would put you as the southern and classic rock guy yeah southern no i don't think southern rock no, no. Mm, you you probably know it know better it. than anybody else but well, I, I know it because I, I'm in it, but um, yeah. But at the same time, you're not going around ranting about how Blackberry Smoke is the greatest thing to ever come around or any of that either. So, Yeah. Hey, listen, you know what? There's something that Neil Young can remember. Southern man don't need him around anyhow. All right, guys. We're going to end on that note. I think it's um, just better to fade out than turn to dust. Uh better to fade out than fade away all right guys um i'm gonna wrap this up for the fifth time uh go to facebook or go to the effects it has all of our links so i don't have to list them all again um but the big ones that are important is bigearpedals.com when this episode drops there's going to be something on the website go check it out do I want to say a favor. 7 a.m central time is when the pre pre-release happens and then yeah we'll see how many are left after that yeah so um the if you happen to order them and you heard about it from us or knew you and you like us put it in the notes say hey heard the effects loop talking about this it helps us with our negotiations which makes it sound like we negotiate stuff which we really don't um let's see what else it's more where we had a discussion with (laughs) with them and it just we both got distracted and now i need to just poke again be like hey remember we were talking about that thing 
that. Well, that you should probably like talk to him after this launch. He's probably knowing Grant, he, his brain is going to be all on this launch and that's all he's going to be focused on. Yeah. They should all be built by this point, but yeah. Okay. And, well, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I love Grant to death. He's going to be focused on this. Um, all right. Uh, Patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can come and be a supporter there. Listen, if you, if you really love us, show us. All right. Um, I think that's it. So for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. The effects loop. Did you hit stop yet? No. And now we're done. Don't you don't you love how it just suddenly starts working once we want to end the show? It just keeps running indefinitely. No problems. Nothing. Yeah. Fuck you. I think it's something with like my pop-ups or something like that. That just like something just hangs and it just do, are you are you on Facebook right now? Are you logged into Facebook? Because it wasn't that a problem last time. Actually, yeah, Facebook Messenger sometimes screws it up. I think that's what it is. I think it's Chrome notifications. That's really what I think it is. Okay. Well, but we still use this thing, so we can't get rid of Chrome. It's going to be a scary yeah. week when we finally have to give up on uh, Google Hangouts when they finally shut it down. Oh, oh my gosh. And then they have to go to Google Meets, and then all their episodes have to be less than 45 minutes. We might have and just ramble. Back off. I like the microdose and ramble. We, we noticed. We noticed. Hey, listen. It makes it makes for entertaining episodes. Okay? Have you had your camera on the whole time, by the way? Oh shit! Was it really on? No, I mean you were watching me. Oh no. Okay. No, I don't, I don't. Cause I'm between um, this set of glasses. Okay. Okay, I don't. I don't know. One, if I, I don't know if I get the white accent color on them. I, it, it definitely gets you the. Uh, I don't know. It makes you look older. It probably brings out highlights of my gray hair. Yes, it does. It does bring out the salt, salt and pepper when you push it. This is this. I have no idea. I okay, think these are too big. Uh, I definitely like that white accent on the other ones. I think it, actually, you know what? It does bring out a little bit of the salt and pepper in a, in a very good way. Like so, so the brown like tortoiseshell don't do? No. Like, oh, that's, only, that's in style again. So. Only whenever you're playing things. <laughs> about 50, oh my god. 50% of the time. Oh my gosh. Dude, imagine if people start matching their eyeglasses with their fucking uh, pickups. That'd be kind of That would be awesome. You should start. Dude. Take a picture of that, put that on Instagram. Do like a tortoiseshell. Yeah. Do you have a tortoiseshell pick card on your John Mayer store? Yep. Dude, take a great picture of that, put that on Instagram. That'd be fucking awesome. Okay, so this has the white accent with the bigger frame. Yeah, I, yeah, but the, the white accent doesn't it doesn't make it look. I like it. I like that one a lot. I like my sunglasses because it's the same brand. For this yeah. one. Yeah. Kind of like this one a little bit better. I like the frames on that one, but I like the white accent. I like the smaller frames, but the white accent. They both have the white accent. They have the same white accent? Does the other one have a, a whiter around the entire? I don't know. I can't see. Okay. They're about I don't the know. same. I like the, I, like the, I like the first ones better. I don't know. It's, it's, you could tell a little bit. 
I think I think the, the it's one of those things of like glasses are like near misses and then suddenly one works. Yeah. I like the first one. Alright dude, I gotta hop off here. At least it's right, like cozy. No, the first ones. So I'm debating am I just gonna get some blue light glasses for sitting at the computer or actually I think I could get glasses this year with my uh, insurance. So I might just get new glasses. Yeah. Alright. All right. There we go. I did Alright dude, I gotta hop off here. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Listen, if Joe Rogan can do it, I can do it. Fuck off, Kylo.